For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. In the political establishment system, the people are represented by two separate groups in name, but part of the same political bird. You have Republicans who fail when given the lead in compromise, and every turn, you then have Democrats, the oldest racist party in America, bent on creating lifetime government dependency. Wayne, Hutch, and JR will keep you updated and informed with these stories. Yeah, file this under the law of unintended consequences. You solve one problem and perhaps you create another one. Yes, we have been told to mask up, mask up, mask up. Now the mayor is modifying that a bit. He says drop the masks, at least initially when you walk into a business, as sort of a peace offering, as in literally I come in peace, I'm not here to rob the place, I'm here to do business legitimately. Uh, police came here on Friday night, the 67-year-old man who died here at this bodega at the corner of 81st and 3rd still has not been identified pending notification of his family. As I mentioned, police responded here late on Friday night after the employee was shot once in the head. Unfortunately, he died at the scene. Turns out the armed robber who police say killed him also stuck up a bodega in the Bronx less than 20 minutes later where a surveillance camera captured him in action wearing a Tyvek suit, and yes, that mask. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, it's cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life? is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. The Wayne Dupree program. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live. God bless America. <laughs> My 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 camera looks so bad today, but um, we're just gonna go with it. You know, like when you unplug your your laptop and stuff, and then you plug it back in, and you forget what is plugged into the right place. And so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Let me introduce the Godfather of Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. I have reached the top. I have finally made it into the intro. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got I got more for you for that one. I got more for you. And hey, Mr. D.R. Robinson, what's up, Jay? Hey, hey, top of the morning, everybody. Wayne Dupree has found the audio AI software, <laughs> and it is glorious. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, you know what? Y'all know I used to be on Hannity. Yeah, yeah well, let's see. I, I got to do it over here. Y'all know I used to be on Hannity here and there, so... Um, you know, I can't reach the guy, 
I can't reach him because he's so big. He has his Fox Nation. So if he was to do an endorsement, I guess he would say like audience, this. Happy noon day, everybody. Thank you for being here. We love having everyone here. And we will be returning with my friend Wayne Dupree's podcast in just a second. <laughs> Years ago, I had Wayne on my radio show, and I loved his sense of truth-telling and opinion. <laughs> He was and still is a go-getter, and I have enjoyed watching him over the years continue to strive to educate and inform. Yeah, Piling it on, boy. I've had the opportunity to speak with the godfather of conservative radio, Hutch Bailey Jr., during an interview. Remember that, Hutch? I sure do. do. I also see you have a third voice bringing up the rear, J.R. Rubberson. Congrats on your success. If you are watching or listening to the show, make sure you share the work of these guys. They really need to have a larger platform, and Wayne has been working tirelessly day after day. I pray that someone finally recognizes their hard labor and gives them a shot on a national radio show. Wouldn't that be great, right? Well, let me let you get back to your podcast. Visit bookmark and share waynedupree.com. I see you have new stuff up there, Wayne. Congrats again. God bless everyone. The world's over. <laughs> just, just get rid of courts. Get rid of it's over, right? <laughs> Damn, oh, man. Uh, hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I even have not only Sean, America, this is who I am, and I'm glad to take this time out to wish my friends over at the Wayne Dupree podcast huge blessings of success. Have you noticed over the last three to five years the level of incompetence of the ruling class in the amount of cover-up, censorship, and lies that take place? With more and more power centralized in Washington, D.C., they want to say over every aspect of your life, you silent while they cheat you of being informed with a biased media, paid influencers, and gaslighters. Well, you won't get that with this team. <coughs> Wayne and Hutch are military veterans that served this country proudly. I think they've been doing this over 11 years now. JR is the Paul Revere of the unit as he brings up the rear with deeper background and analysis each and every day. These men are meant for a time like this, and we can't afford to see them not have a broadcast. Learn the press the like button, then comment on the content and finalize that with a share. We need to support these men because if we don't and they are forced to close up shop, conservatism will have a black mark on their ledger for all time. Like, comment and share. Support these voices, and don't forget to visit thewaynedupree.com. Thank you, Mr. Levin. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. But then, you know, we, you know, we can't now. I, look, I tried to do this the best I could. I tried. But you'll realize who it is, but I'm going to keep working on it until I get it straight, but some time out from the Wayne Dupree podcast to say thanks for listening to my friends Wayne Hutch and JR. As you know, the country's doing well in so many ways, but there's such divisiveness. We have triumphed over evil like nobody has seen before. The best evils, the biggest evils, believe me. Wayne Hutch and JR uh, deliver powerful responses and analysis each and every time they sit down to do this podcast. They also love you. They've told me so. I often told Wayne, sometimes you have to toot your own horn because nobody else is going to do it. I love the fact they are independent and getting good ratings. That just shows when you get good ratings, you can say anything. We love winners, don't we? We love winners. Winners are winners. Remember, nobody has ever done so much in the first two years of a presidency as this administration. Nobody, nobody. Help Wayne Hutch and JR remain winners. And do you remember the tears from the fake news media? when it was obvious that we were going to win back in 2016. 
right? Let's do it again. We will make America strong again. We will make America rich again. We will make America energy independent again. We will make America religious again. We will make America great again. Thank you. And back to my friends, Wayne, Hutch, and JR. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and for those who don't get the joke, that is all AI simulated all AI. audio. Yeah, it's all AI. I mean, I I was like, last night, I was like, I w- I've, I saw how other people, well, I didn't see how they were doing it, but I was like, how are they, excuse me, how are they getting the people? And I was looking in the program, I couldn't see the people, and then I was like, oh, you got to download the people, let, like, a couple minutes of it, let the, let the AI learn, type it in, and there you go. I mean, you know, I, 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 I just thought, I just thought that y'all would really like that a lot. <laughs> That's great. Uh, every one of those was was um was uh left no every one of those were was right wing. So you know somebody said I thought it was for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you thought that was real, my name is Bill Blythe. As a former Oval Office resident, I know a good thing when I see it. I've been following and supporting the Wayne Dupree show timeline. And I know when you have something special, you cherish it, cultivate it, wrap your arms around it, and love it, right? Wayne, along with his co-host, Hutch and JR, keep delivering your needed reality check, and they need your help to share it. While my wife is practicing witchcraft, wiping classified servers, and increasing her kill count, in secret, I listen to these awesome men and their opinions and analysis. They are not experts, but they keep me informed, which is always a good thing. And the new website that Wayne has at WayneDupree.com. <laughs> I'm glad he listened to many of you and implemented your ideas. It's a huge upgrade. Take advantage by visiting, bookmarking it, and sharing it. Well, my wife is pulling up on her broom, so I have to go. Please remember to support Wayne, Hutch, and JR. Don't discount their truth and commentary because they've been right more times than many of your paid influencers who don't deliver anything but empty posts and texts. God bless you and God bless America. There we go. Come on, John. Take a break. We were just having a little fun, man. Oh, my gosh. You got to enjoy this stuff. We'll get get back to the doom and gloom momentarily. People like John are the ones that want to see major change, and they want all seriousness, but they don't go out there and do nothing. They just podcast watch. They just podcast hot. But that's okay. That's all right. Um, I I hope that y'all enjoyed that. I mean, I had fun making it last night. I really thought it was – I really thought it was cool. Um, and you know, I, I, the only thing I didn't have was the women, but, um, you know, I, I was like, who could I do this? You know, Hey, Hutch hit the nail on the head though. With this AI writing, you can now do AI audio where you just download audio files and then you can make it say anything. And they're even getting it with, uh, AI video. And yeah. some of these deep fake videos, you really can't tell. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Jack Kosobik was... posted one the other day, and people thought it was real. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, yeah, no, they're they like, AI, they got AI people. Right. Yeah. They got AI sex dolls. Yep. Yeah. They ain't even, they ain't yeah. even dolls. They're robots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just a weird time, man. And the thing is, um, you talk to some people on social media, especially on the conservative side, and I would think, Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I may be wrong, but this one, this is what I'm seeing. The overall majority of the conservatives are like, 
no, we just ain't into that. We're, no, no, we just ain't. I was like, okay, okay, you can say that all you want to, but it's coming. I mean, right. you don't stop it, it's coming. You, it scares me. Yeah. I mean, now one thing that I have to admit, and Hutch, you can back me up on this. If there's one thing about the Wayne Dupree podcast, we're always on the edge of doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, we we won an award down in um, in Florida uh, one year, Pioneer in Media. Uh, and I was happy to get that. But I'm always looking at the next best thing true. so that I can get the, the our point across. So, you know, and keep people involved and, and different things like that. I remember watching. I think, I think Wayne had the very first iPad. <laughs> <laughs> it was like serial number zero 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 one. <laughs> Everybody's like, "What the hell is that, man?" <laughs> He's probably still using it too. Yeah. Well, you, look, you remember? No, you, you know, no, it ain't still using it. He he had keyboards that didn't have no letters on them. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I saw there that. Yeah. We went to CPAC one year and. I had to look down at my keyboard and he didn't see no letters on it. <laughs> I had I had worn out all the colors on the keys for Ugh. from all the typing that I was doing. But yeah, um, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you know, it's that's why somebody asked me, I think it was yesterday. Uh, no, this morning, this morning, as a matter of fact, uh, when do you broadcast? I was like, oh, we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We don't broadcast on Friday because. This is not just our life. Politics is not just our life. You just can't live politics all the time because you will get sick. <laughs> and knock on wood, you might die because it brings you so much anxiety. It brings you so much unhappiness. You wake up unhappy almost every God during the every God Benson day. You um you wake up unhappy. You know, you you have got to find some type some type of hobby, some type of love to pull you away from politics and to keep you sane. Because if not, you're gonna go crazy, you're gonna go nuts. And we can't have that. We can't we can't do that. And that's why I was like, okay, uh when I was talking to Hutch and then I explained to JR, I was like, listen, we only do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, unless it's something big, unless it's something <laughs> Oh my god. See now that guy doesn't have enough to do. Right. <laughs> why why would you possibly waste your time watching us if you feel that way? You need to go plant a garden or something. <laughs> or that's my or, favorite online when people's responses to things are just like calling you names. It's like I, like they have no moral, they have no like intellectual depth. Like well, well he's mad because he married his sister. But either way, <laughs> and his sister was a tranny, <laughs> and he his didn't sister, know. His sister's name was Bob. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, and he still doesn't know. He still doesn't get. Think about that one there, um, Dan. <laughs> he still doesn't know. Uh, but I mean, it's like uh, just there's just so many things out there to distract us from what's important. And actually, to tell you the truth, what's important is your family. Yep. Your family is the most important thing. Screw politics. Your pe- your family is the number one thing. I put out something on Twitter. I don't know if you saw Jr. earlier. I um I asked those that aren't pure with conservative deep deep blood. What do y'all watch on TV? 
Yeah, I saw that. I'm not that. talking about the boycotters. I'm not talking about the people that say that I ain't watching nothing. I ain't on no Hollywood, no TV shows. I ain't watching nothing. I turn it all off. Okay, so if you are going to turn all that stuff off, are you out in the community doing outreach? Because, yep. I mean, you ain't watching TV. You ain't watching no movies. And if you're saying that you're playing with your kids five and six hours a day, I don't believe that. I got to say, though, I had a problem with your rankings, Wayne. You had poor protection, like number five. (laughs) I'm like, man, I don't know. It's got to be a pretty strong top four. Poor poor protection in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. I I had to to put that on there. But, I mean, yeah, it's like um, Regina said, God, family, and country. I mean, your, your family comes first. And, again, if you aren't watching TV and you aren't going to the movies and you're literally boycotting everything, then your outreach game is must be impeccable. You must be like top top dog on city council. You know, you must be making a big splash in bringing more people to MAGA. And if that's the case, congratulations to you. But if but I you know if you're sitting home, um, sitting on a computer looking at uh, um, timelines and stuff about six or seven hours because you ain't watching TV, you got a major problem. You got a major problem because these timelines will definitely screw your mind up. All right. Um, Yeah. Linda says Tucker told the truth. That's all all what we wanted. Yeah. You know, now release the people still in jail. I I was waiting for that to happen. Tucker got shut down in case you guys missed it. Yeah, he got shut down. And I knew, I said, I I knew he was going, I knew he was going to get shut down. I I was mad as hell. I'm I'm over there watching because I had a DVR. Because I was watching something else when it was on live, and I'm so mad I wasted 45 minutes of my night, man. <laughs> but see, I, I said, just... I said a couple of weeks ago, is Paul Ryan really going to let him do this? Are they are the execs really going to allow him to put this stuff out? I was surprised that he even came out with the little clip that he did about the watch guy. But then when I read this morning, I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, they, yeah, they caught up with him. They shut him down. I mean, yeah. you know, it, and it, it's like I couldn't. I I kind of was expecting it, you know. I, but I'm thinking like he's going into that second interview. I'm going. He ain't going to show anything tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got him. They got him. And and, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you one of the lessons that I pray to God that you take. Go and research the Republican senators that came out against Tucker Carlson releasing what he did release. Because there are senators out there that are not on our side. He did a good job with that last night, with outlining that. But he should have showed more footage. But Mitch I, McConnell, Tom Tillis, there's a, a boatload of them. Lindsey Graham. There are enemy folks. They're a free Americans' enemy. It's interesting you say that because yesterday I kind of ended with hopefully we'll see people that are outraged, like American citizens are being treated like that. And it was quite the opposite. You guys were right. I respectfully concede to the gentleman from Pennsylvania and Maryland. But but it was funny because like seeing the left and just normal people, I do a lot of engagement and like chatting with people on Twitter and seeing them like, well, they shouldn't have released those tapes. And it's like, My why God. wouldn't they release the tapes like to show the other side? And they're like, well, that, that shouldn't have got out. And I'm like, holy cow, people are like, they're brain dead. But then I landed where Hutch did, which is, 
like and you're gonna show the video wayne like it, it's like everybody was holding up there like i'm a rhino i'm part of the uniparty card and mm -hmm. it's and think, think about this they murdered unarmed american citizens and these right. people are saying we shouldn't be able to see the tape of it right how dare you right you know I mean, you, you got to get back to your first What's amendment the mistake by speaker mccarthy to give access to custom calls of this security footage my uh, concern is how it was depicted which is a different issue clearly the chief of the capitol police in my view correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on january so that's my reaction to it. Um, it was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with Screw what our him. chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. Another round of videos that are going to be released today. I understand that you're upset with the way that Fox is uh, depicting it, but he's been forecasting this for months, asking for this access to this footage to have a presentation just like this. Yeah, Was yeah. it a mistake for <laughs> the speaker to hand that? You guys know I have many faults, but one of them is not answering the question in a way that I don't want to answer it. I've given you the answer. <laughs> Never hear a guy with no chin. Here is um yeah, what's with this that? last night he went on said this is a mostly peaceful chaos as he said he downplayed Brian Sicknick's death said it was not related to January 6th it was not an insurrection do you regret giving him this footage so he could like, watch the events of that day no um I, I said at the very beginning transparency and so what I wanted to produce for everybody is exactly what I said that people can actually look at it and see what's going on that day. Look, each person can come up with their own conclusion, but I, what I just want to make sure is I had transparency. Because I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually wrote where we were. This was a secret location, Fort McLean. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from a uh, point of view of security if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that at CNN, that was a real concern to a lot of people. I had a real concern also when I want to make sure transparency look. Um, the officer's death is tragic and uh, anytime an officer is passed uh, in this situation, uh, I want to make sure they're protected. I want to make sure the transparency is I want everybody to understand something about um, McCarthy and what and what he just said in that broadcast because the question was asked, did he believe what um, Tucker Carlson said? And he didn't give an answer. His, his, what he did is, and actually, you go back to what Hutch was saying last last week, he should have released it to everybody. Yep. He should have released it to everybody because then, honestly, <clears throat> get mad, y'all can get mad at me if you want, but it wouldn't have the stench of it being um, um, uh, partisan. You release it to everybody. Now, what's going to happen? Is everybody going to, Everybody's going to have their, they're going to, everybody is going to cut and splice and cut and splice. Okay. And then what we're going to say is, oh, it's all edited. They're going to say, well, your side is edited. 
But the most important thing is for you to be informed. You need to see everything to make an informed decision. If you're only seeing one side or whatnot, that's why we got mad with the J6. Y'all didn't, um, uh, y'all didn't, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? They didn't show both sides. It was one side. You didn't it was one side. DC Lieutenant Wright. Right. It was one sided. So, um, the way that I look at the Tucker thing is, is that, well, and plus are also going through the Dominion lawsuit too. So that's another thing that is going on. I don't understand what Rupert Murdoch is doing, but like somebody, somebody schooled me earlier today. Dude's a billionaire. He can do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to what they're doing is they're taking, they showed text messages. First of all, Dominion's never going to win this case. So they have to do the next best thing. And that's to tear down Fox as much as they can. So yep. they're taking text messages where Tucker Carlson said he hated Donald Trump and they're putting him out there right now to discredit his reporting on January 6th. Yeah. I mean, well, that's part of it to me. Here's him, what's him, funny him, about him, that. Him that and Laura point. and all of them, actually. And, and, hold on, Jay. Yeah. This just, this just goes back. I, that's why I don't trust nobody in Fox. Because even if they text it and it's their private text, they probably never even thought. They probably never even thought that their text would be out in the public like that. If that's how they feel, most of us knew it, but that's how they feel. That's how they feel. So when I say I don't trust those people over at Fox, it's a huge umbrella because they're doing what they need to do on that 24-7 network to, to, uh, to make us think whatever they want us to think they don't tell us the news they tell us what to think and what and what and jay go ahead i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead. I, I was gonna say the so often the left's logic falls apart let's hypothetically say tucker carlson hates donald trump let's say that's true oh, that's we know fox news hates donald trump and doesn't want to cover him yeah. so the fact that they're exposing this stuff on tucker's show actually gives more credibility to the evidence, not less. Like, here's a guy that doesn't want to to get Trump out of trouble, who's showing things that kind of gets Trump out of trouble and reframes the narrative. It's just or or it could be a bomb to hurt Fox News. Because, like right. I said, if you go back to look at McCarthy, McCarthy didn't say he agreed with what Tucker said. Right. He and just he looked- kept saying it's transparency, it's trans. No, well, it's not transparency because you didn't give it to everybody else. You gave it to them, and they're going through the Dominion thing. And for some god for awful reason, now Rupert Murdoch is coming in and telling Tucker to shut it down. Yep. And by next week, there probably won't be a Tucker Carlson show. I think, yeah. Um, hmm. Something Tell- you got to remember about Carlson and some of the other ones, too. Because we've all been to Washington D.C., we all know that it's a it's a, it's a game. It's a it's a game, right? That's Tucker Carlson's neighborhood. That's where he lives every day for years and years. He might be off on the farm right now, but he'll all his friends and all his acquaintances live in Washington and Virginia. Mm-hmm. That's not a normal place. No, no, believe me, it's not. It's not a normal place. Um, I. After seeing those texts, Laura, we are we already know about Laura Ingram. We already know we, we already knew about Sean Hannity. 
Yeah. Did, did they all say it too? I see. I don't. I haven't yeah. watched any of them. Yeah. Years. Hannity, Ingram, um, Carlson, their text messages got outed somehow, some way. Hey, and 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 you know what, y'all? I was thinking about this last night. Damn. An attack piece. There's two types of attack pieces. There, there are attack pieces that have nothing but lies to tear somebody down. JR, you racist. You rape. JR's not racist, but you write an attack piece to say that he's racist. Right. Okay. But then there's another attack piece that that we, I, the writer has an attack piece where he's attacking JR. But then we had, but then we have a label of an attack piece when somebody reveals something that we don't like, but they have the good showing that it happened. Stop beating your wife yet? Right. <laughs> yeah. It, and, and you know, like he don't beat me. You know, you're just attacking him because he likes Donald Trump. That's right. He he doesn't hit me. My husband does like Donald Trump. I mean, it's it's two type of attack pieces, you know. And again, I when when I was reading some of those things, and I was like, I'm not gonna put them on the show. But when I was reading some of those things, I was like, Is there anybody over there at Fox News that likes Donald Trump? Yeah, no. Ed Henry, and he's a real American's voice. Gone, <laughs> right, right. He's gone. He's a good reporter it, too. He's gone. Yeah. Everybody that everybody that is over there. I bet at one time or another has has kissed the ring um, within meetings or whatnot and said stuff about Donald Trump to keep them at Fox News against yep. Donald Trump to keep them at Fox News. Think about what I'm saying now. There's one particular guy that ought to be very ashamed of himself, man, that was with Donald Trump all the time. I'm not going to mention any names. You know who you are. You're Sean. Yeah. Well, look, Carolyn I mean, he said, carried Sean Hannity for how long? Yeah, Carolyn says um, Hannity loves Trump. If that if that's the case, why did he interview Ron DeSantis first? And Ron DeSantis hasn't even—I mean, just uh, you know, Governor, uh, he uh, looks like you're going to run. Are you going to run? Are you going to rig it on the show? Trump already announced that he was going to run. He, and you saw what no, they said about in those in those tech, in the the correspondence in the Dominion trial. They're trying to make Trump a non-person. Yeah. We're gonna, and I like what Beatty, I like what uh, Bannon said. I mean, I don't know how you do it, but we ought to take that network away from them. That's deceitful yep. what they did. It is. It, it, it's deceitful. Well, I've always said it was deceitful in how they said that they're the number one network all the time. When again, they're the only network. Only conservative. Really. Right. It's the only network. If it was broken up into four or five pieces like everything else, it would not be the number one network. You know? You know, oh, we're the number one show. I know, because conservatives get up and turn on Fox News. That's it. They don't turn on anything else. There is no other option. Yeah, there's no other options. You know, I mean, yeah. see, when you think about when you sit there and you're eating your pistachio nuts and you're drinking lemonade and you're sitting down and you're thinking about that stuff, you're like, God damn, boy, they, man, they really put a, they really put one over on all of us. And it makes you pissed off, especially when it starts when when you two together and you get the real number of four, you really start getting mad. <laughs> Wayne's internet crashed. He locked up. 
But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it, you know, I, I was really the the first the first sign to me was Megan Kelly when when yep. first, that debate, man, that was that was beyond nuts. That happening like that. I mean, that was I couldn't believe that. I, I loved his answer. Well, and here's what everybody has to realize, and you know, it's Hutch says it all the time, like don't fall in love with these people. And I mean, it's great advice because the Republican Party in 2015 was dead. They had demolished us. They had drove us into submission. We were not going to win that election. And Donald Trump came out challenging the establishment. And all those people are the establishment. And so so they hopped on the Trump train. And I got to say, for a lot of them, I mean, like, think of our favorite friend, Bill Mitchell. Like, he made his (laughs) career off of being a Trump guy. Like he was one of the first guys hopping on the train and all these people, like they didn't believe in Trump. They didn't believe in MAGA. They didn't believe in, in that stuff. They're like, we're conservative. Conservative is kind of dead. Like Ted Cruz, Mark Rubio, good luck to us. Let's hop on Trump. And they rode that Trump energy to profits and to personal speech. That pissed me off. Yeah. And then when things got tough, they're like, oh, we're out on Trump. He sent mean tweets. Like, dude sent mean tweets in 2015. And so these, like Hannity, mm-hmm. Hannity loved Trump for what Trump did for Hannity. And supporting Trump made Hannity a lot of money. He became mm-hmm. the big Trump guy. He didn't like Trump, I don't think. And I think stuff's coming out where he's not a big Trump supporter. And it's fine to be a little critical, like, hey, Trump, get over 2020. Let's move on to 2024. I mean, we'll be critical of President Trump, but... Like, don't question our allegiance to him. And now all the rats are deserting. I mean, go look. Once DeSantis declares, man, you can see who the people that really supported. I'm gonna um, like, you don't really have to. You don't have to wait till then. Right. You can already see it. Club for growth. Anybody that was at that club for growth thing, that's a traitor. Yeah. Right. That's somebody for big government, for Team DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, just watching, just watching, um, just watching that that all break down. I mean, I've been mad with Fox for years. I've been mad with Fox because um, one of their, yeah, I, yeah, I tell you, I tell you, one of their uh, females uh, sued the network for oh, um, claiming sexual uh, sexual harassment, and it just happened to be one of our friends. Hutch, Hutch would know if I called out her name. But she was a friend, so I so I took up for her. I see. Oh yeah. When, when we go, when we went on trips or when we went to various menus, we didn't go to socialize. We didn't go to be in nobody's club. We went for work. That's that's. You know, we got donations to go work. We didn't get we didn't get donations to go hang out and drink and stuff. So I didn't hang with the groups. I you know I, we went interviewed then went up. Back to the room, went to sleep, put down notes together and stuff. To make a long story short, um, somebody from the Tea Party News Network tried, um, Fox News tried to get some bad information on this young lady. They talked to somebody in the Tea Party Network News, and they said that me and the female were having an affair. Fox News tried to sue the young lady. It, it was put into it. It was put into a court document, as a matter of fact, that uh, 
I was that I was having an affair with the young lady. And that's what and and I was like, whoa, wait a minute, what? I never, but I ain't did nothing. I haven't, I mean, I, I haven't did anything. Uh and then from that point, I've been, man, I'm man. <laughs> Woo. And they never and they never had me back on Fox Sense. They never had me back on Fox Sense. And I was like, I but I didn't do anything. Now they settled with the young lady. They settled with her. But you know, and then come to find out that maybe she did have some <laughs> activities, consensual relations with somebody at who's Fox still Sense. there. Who's still I mean, there? Not right. Dupree. <laughs> but it wasn't me. I didn't do anything. But they allowed that to go into a court document and trying to get rid of this woman's case without even talking to me. They didn't even talk to me. So that's why I know Fox News is a piece of shit. Fox and, News and it's a foreign-owned company. Yeah. So you know that's 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 where I am on Fox News. That's why y'all have seen me over the past couple of years. Fox, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Everybody over there is 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 uh, tainted. Everybody. Everybody. Um, there might be levels of um, taintness. You know. 20%, 40%, 6%. But like Tucker Carlson, you know, like you were saying last week, Tucker's going to put these tapes out. I'm, like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. He's I was too. Because, he made it one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look at the, look at the panel they used to have on Brett Bear's show. Mm-hmm, 60, mm-hmm. 70% of those people are never Trumpers. Yeah. Right. Like, they're gone now, but remember them. Sauerkraut Hammer, Steve Hayes, Jonah Goldberg. I mean, just one out Carl Rove. They were all never Trumpers. The only guy that seemed like he wasn't was Brett Baer. And I wonder if he is too. To go back to, to and, I, and I posed a question earlier, but to, but to add it to what Hutch is talking about, you, you really have to get deep down into it to just think about it. Like, hmm, who over there really likes Donald Trump? Right. Well, it's actually a deeper question, too, because Trump can be a polarizing opinion or polarizing personality. But you know that from the start. You knew that from the start. But what I'm saying is Donald Trump represents people like you guys and me, the military, the working class, the trailer park, the 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 just normal Americans. Establishment Republicans hate that. Like, you know. You're right. I, I thought about something laying in bed this morning. That, that happens to me every now and then. Wow. Get this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Get this epiphany, you know. Yeah. But this game is so rigged, and it has been the same for so long. Lindsey Graham, I'm just going to go through this real quick. Lindsey Graham goes and starts a war somewhere. Yep. So the people that donate to Lindsey Graham can make more war equipment, and he can get bigger donations so he can send your kids to go die in the war. Yep. So you forget about real things that are happening here. And I'm thinking, how stupid are we? Did you ever notice we never win the freaking war? Because it doesn't matter. Right. It's not about winning the war. It's about killing the kids and making the money for the politicians and the companies. Yep. Yep. And I was in that game for a long time. Yep. Well, and that's where MAGA will be interesting when President Trump, invariably, like he's only got so much gas left in the tank, like we all do, right? And like... He always says, like, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And, like, we don't identify with the traditional Republican Party. 
they do not share like they say they share values but they hate us i, I left the stuff i left the step out my bad <laughs> you get to pay for it all too right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. on the way in and out he's in my bed right but that's it. But yeah. it's, it's crazy, man. And, and and you've got the and we've got two wings on the same bird. Same bird that are getting paid the same money. Same yep. money. You know this this is uh, this has got to end. And same I don't game. think we're going to end it. I mean, I don't know how you end it at the ballot box when everybody that's up there. Uh, is there anybody up there that doesn't have a problem that the NSA knows about? You know, is there one person out there? Mitch McConnell got thrown out of the army, right? And you can't <laughs> find you can't find the records now. John Fetterman's brain dead in a freaking mental ward somewhere. Yeah. And his wife's out there gallivanting. Uh, MTG, um, MTG sided with uh, um, um, McCarthy after the divorce proceedings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you saw what MTG got to do today, didn't you? Huh? Did you see what MTG got to do this morning? No. She led the house. She got to walk in. She got to go. You know, Is they rotate. Really? Yeah, they rotate through that stuff for who, like, you know, proceeds over the house. And, you know, we're 60 days in. MTG proudly strutting in, gets to use the gavel, gets to gets to call everybody to order. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He sold her soul. Yeah. That, that all happened after the divorce or after that situation where um, I remember there was a vote or something going on. People were like, "Where is she?" And she was down in the Bahamas or something uh, uh, during during that divorce thing. He's like, "Look, I know what she's trying to do." I and that's something about me. I'm not even gonna get to the full twice um, level. You fool me once, I'm gonna be pissed off. I ain't gonna let you try to do it again. If it happens to me again, yes, it is my fault, and I'm gonna be very mad at myself. But you're gonna have to work hard to do it the second time. Now, with her, and this is just off topic, but with her, I saw what she did on that night. I saw who she defended after railing against him and talking about how bad this and how bad and um, watched her. And then she came out and then she tried to, and now she's trying to have her cake and eat it too. She's trying to straddle that fence to show she's still on our side, even though she's trying. She, I think she thinks she's the conduit. I think she thinks that she's that mesh between. I can bring you in with MAGA, and it, you know, no, you can't. I'm still thinking about her straddling that fence myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where's Wayne going with this? Do we need to hit the mute button?" No, no, no. no. But yeah, she, <laughs> I yeah, saw I mean, that one day with that black dress that slid up the side. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was. And she posts the creepy workout videos too. Like, come on. (laughs) Well, she'd be doing pull ups, don't she? Uh, Yeah, she was doing pull ups and sit ups and push ups. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe I got to film myself playing pickleball or something. Maybe that's an internet thing. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Look. Once you, once you, and look, it's not going to hurt you. Just think about it for a second. Understand that the U.S. government, in its totality, it's a group. It's a, it's, it's a little family unit. Oh, that's probably how they 
they sell it. We're family now. Secrets stay in the secret and secret and stuff. But they don't come out and tell you all the secrets that are happening in DC because they're part of it now. Yep. I don't know what initiation that they do, but they're part of it now. They don't like us. No. They to don't the, like us. You, you know, something came out here the other day. That I just wanted to make sure that we didn't end the show without me saying something about it. You guys have seen that uh, uh, Indian dude, that Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. He's running for running for a thing. Uh, he said that an RNC consultant contacted him before, right when he announced and said, for a few hundred thousand dollars, I can get you to number two in the, in the straw poll at CPAC. Yep. I was like, damn, man, even the RNC. Don't send another nickel to them, folks. I'm telling you, Michael Steele came out and he's flipping out. I mean, the RNC is not your friend, man. The RNC is is the Mitch, Ma- Mitch McConnell Association. They are a money-raising organization. And they, they're just like a middleman. They're just like the mob. Money comes in, they take their cut, money goes out. Mm-hmm. And understanding that they just try to do performative art to fight against the Democrats, not really accomplishing. They don't really want to win. Because if they won, there'd be no more money. The I'll, money's I'll in the fight. I'll give you an example. The clip that Wayne played yesterday of Biden falling asleep. Yeah. Right. Boy, that's that's a really politically powerful statement there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's where we're at. We're playing, like you said, it's theater. Yeah. And so it was good theater. Yeah. How about Jill Biden a couple of days ago came out and did an interview and they asked about Joe Biden taking a cognitive test. And I'm old enough to remember when the press demanded that Donald Trump do it. Then after he took it and passed with flying colors and they made fun of him and then they made him like repeat it. And Joe, Joe Biden says, no, he's not going to take a cognitive test crickets nobody even reports on it and it was funny because i posted some uh, like a clip of the video online and i like to do things just to kind of see like what people know and a bunch of lefties are like trump never took a cognitive test i'm like it was a news cycle for a month how do you forget this they don't watch the news right that's the only good thing right but the it's problem crazy. with the problem is is that they're so easily swayed like wayne said many times uh depending on what community you're in listen to the radio in the morning oh right mm-hmm. It's not just the black community. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's every community. Yeah. Right. That's a CIA move right there. It is a CIA move. You know, they, they, they'd be like, okay, you go ahead and play the song that you want to. And there's no easier way to get information in through somebody's head than through entertainment or music. Yeah, but okay? sound bites, yep. Sound bites. So uh, they will say all their stuff against the Republican Party, but they'll do it in segments do it in sound bites in between the music. And now Whitney Houston, but don't forget, Republicans are racist and they don't like you and they don't want you to get ahead. Play it, John. And then the music plays. Then they come back. You know what I was talking about earlier? Instruction. Only, yeah. So, I mean, you know. You know this and the is, thing about it is when I was in third grade, they used to teach us that. Yeah. They taught us. They called it something else. They called it subliminal, subliminal. advertising. Yep. Yeah, you know, but that's exactly what it is. It's CIA stuff, man. Yeah, and it's in remember, every show and every movie and every movie, magazine. I don't know if you. I don't know if we saw the same uh, video, uh, the same VHS, VHS, VHS tape of that. But in in our science class, 
they showed us how what they were doing in the movies by putting yeah, the messages in between the yep, thing. Showing up one or two frames of popcorn and a hot popcorn, dog. Right. Yep. 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 I saw that too. Yeah. I was like, wow. No one, I mean, no one. And it's like, drink now, drink now. You're thirsty. You're thirsty. Yep. And, you know, people would get up and go and get something to drink. <laughs> it's why and, they have popcorn and potato chips on the bar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do the same thing in supermarkets. Have y'all ever found yourself walking in the supermarket and you hear a song? And it kind of slows down. Well, you slow down. If they speed up the song, you speed up. I mean, it's it and, or and you gotta yeah. use you gotta use your head, ladies and gentlemen, especially mm-hmm. if you smoke dope. But even if you don't, do not go in the supermarket hungry. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, triple your grocery if bill. You do, if you oh do, you God. better take two carts. Oh my right. God. You leave it, it man. <laughs> Hachi, right. It's like a freaking drug, man. It's like a drug because when you come out, I, I didn't mean to get all this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, now you're going to get a bill. <laughs> As somebody who did retail for a long time, can confirm like <laughs> companies study how to. I mean, everything from the merchandise to the mm-hmm. music to the layout mm-hmm. of the store. And it's all strategic. Like they actually have like plans, like put this by that, Absolutely. so that you just grab it as you go, and and that's how you make a successful retail business. That's why I quit drinking Coke and Pepsi, because they have everything positioned to kill the little guy. Yeah, I always go for the little guy. I don't care if screw Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, you know. But you were saying about it's like a drug. You know why? Because it is. It is yeah. a drug, right? Yeah. Some of that yeah. stuff is drugs. Yeah, in that food, man, to get you to come back. Why do you think McDonald's is still here? Right. Oh, you know, and then and then sometimes when you go in there for one thing <laughs> and you get like 20 or 25 things and you come out and you go home, you're like, damn, I went there for that and I didn't even get it. You know, the sad part is, is we used to there used to be a way to stop that. It was called using cash because you only had so much cash in your pocket. Right. Now, that's yeah. 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 It's out the window now. You know, yeah. you used to have to. All right. I got thirty two dollars and I got to make it last till th- Thursday. I'll get me some saltines and some. Well, and that's why if you think about all the stuff that you need to go in for the one thing, like there's a reason Walmart puts the eggs, bread and milk at the back of the store, because you're going to walk down the aisle in the front entrance. It's going to be right now Easter. And then you're going to go buy the end caps and it's going to be like your Easter dinner stuff. And then here's your, you got your welfare welfare aisle with all the low price. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I remember I remember when I worked in the supermarket, all of our wealth, all of our well welfare stuff was in the back right corner. Right. That that was by the warehouse opening door. So it was out of the way where nobody had to see you get it. And you know, most people would hit that hit that place first so they could put it at the bottom of the cart and then put stuff on top of it so that nobody would see it. You know, I'm I, I see nothing there. I'll tell you what used to embarrass me when my mom used to send me to the store with food stamps, mm-hmm. because back in them days, it was real food stamps. It was monopoly money. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Ones and fives. Oh, yeah. A book. A book. So you'd get up, you'd have all yours and you were only allowed to get certain stuff. You couldn't get everything. No, you're only no, allowed you to get certain stuff. Yeah. And she'd send me down there and I get this stuff to be on the counter <laughs> and, and lady be and back then. There wasn't any scanning either. She had to enter it. Yeah. <laughs> All loud, yeah, and key. Oh, yeah, and, 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 and taking then, her time, yeah. And, and then 
when it was time to pay, it was like this. <laughs> yep. Here, hurry up. Take it. Take it. <laughs> they give you change and welfare money and shit. And, and the thing is, like Hutch said, when you're looking like this, nobody looking at you. Yeah, you, you were embarrassed. But they are looking at you. They they are looking at you while the woman's counting. That's when you hear a whole lot of people either like my, or paying food stamps. My stuff was like my stuff was like nobody wanted that. You know what I mean? It was like bread and some peanut butter. I don't know what it was. I don't remember, but there was no lobsters or nothing in there. I guarantee you that. Yeah. They used to not be wick approved or pop yeah, or right, sugars yeah. or yeah. any candy. And then your lobbyist came in. Yep. You, you can use um Snap on Amazon now. Right. You can use Snap on Amazon. You know what gets me? I'll, I'll tell you what gets me. Because back in the Romney campaign, I think what they say there's like 47 million people on it or something. How in the hell do we still see commercials running saying that one out of every six kids is hungry? When we got millions and millions of dollars going into these programs, how in the hell is somebody hungry? I just don't, I don't know. That's right along there with that guy doing the sign language on the public service announcement. Every TV in the world has captions. Right. And you still got somebody over there with the hand signals. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Well, and yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because even now, like it's free meals in schools. Minnesota just passed it. <laughs> Literally the kids get breakfast and lunch and the, the lunches city. are a la carte. At the city park, they're giving out free food, free meals. At the right. pool, at the city pool, you can go eat. Right. It's well, and then the interesting thing too is that it's kind of like what happened with food stamps. Food stamps used to get you kind of the the cheap, crappy food, or like the fret, you know, like rice and beans or whatever things you had to cook. And then people got mad. And they're like, "I want to be able to buy pop and candy and all this stuff with it." So they open it up, like, like they can go buy potato chip, just stuff that's terrible for you and relatively expensive. And uh, the you, the same is true with the school lunches now. You got people saying, "But there's food deserts out there." A food desert, huh? I will say food deserts are a thing, and we had an interesting discussion with people in Minnesota on a Twitter group I was in because there are parts of the inner city that you can't profitably run a retail store, kind of like all the Walmarts just pulled out of Portland because the theft is so bad. That's you not a desert. That's what you get. That's what you get. It, yeah, but it's it's a, it ends up being a desert because – there was, uh, like, in this area in Minneapolis, the only grocery store was an Aldi, and Aldi was closing, and I happen to know the district manager of that area, and he's like, yeah, 10% shrink. I can't, we can't keep the store open. We lost money. And so, you know, I commented on that in a group, and it's like, you're racist. They just don't like black people. And I'm like, no, seriously, like, the, no, the, people the store's been robbed like, three times. Like right. They, they kindly asked him to leave. <clears throat> Although that was oh. funny, too, because my wife and I were talking about we saw last night how Walmart was pulling out of Portland. And she's like, I feel bad for those workers. 600 people lost their job. And I'm like, I don't feel bad at all. I feel bad for the workers, but I don't feel bad for what's happening because people keep electing and putting up with that shit. And if that's how you're going to run your city, nobody's going to want to do business in there. Yeah. And you're going to get what you get. And it's it's reaching. A, Victor Davis Hanson has a good article this morning about uh, about this. And our our inner cities, man. This is the this is what it looks like as a as a as a citizen. Now, what's the word for it? When a culture crashes, 
Right. This is what it looks like when your inner cities start emptying out. And they've made movies about this. Escape from New York comes to mind. Mm. When, you're, when your cities turn into that, it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Right. Because people are leaving them. They're going. Hell, Donald Trump's talking about building new ones. I told you I did. And that's going to piss a lot of people off. And like, how, how are the, are, who is he going to let in there and stuff like that? This is the um, Snap commercial. I can't give my child everything. And that really hurts. But he knows I love him and I'm doing everything I can, like making sure he's healthy. I got a booklet at my food stamp office with all kinds of things on what he should eat. That's real important. I wish I could give him more, but we're gonna be just fine. For the love of your kids, get your free nutrition booklet at your food stamp office. And, you know, about giving the kids food and stuff at school, like kids should eat at school, but the parent, like, be responsible. Pack your kid a lunch, you know, and it's not that hard. You know, when I was growing up, I walked to school and I walked home for lunch and I walked back to school and then I walked home. I walked four times every day. Everybody did. Everybody in the city did that until they had that forced busing. Right. That's what that's what blew it up. Now there's now there's freaking school buses everywhere. I never saw a school bus growing up, except for when I go to day camp or something. You know, it's uh, it's something. We need to toughen these kids up too, man. You know, sitting there babying them like that all the time, and and the government got to tell you how to feed your kid. Right. You know that that the U.S. Department of Agriculture, eighty percent of their budget is food stamps. That and that was back in the nineties. I don't know what it is now. It's probably more. Right. You said you said earlier how many how many people. I remember during the Romney's campaign, he said, 47% of people are on welfare. They won't vote for us anyway. Or or 47%. No, no, it was it was 45 million in the Obama administration. And then Trump brought it down so far. It, it was it was in the tens of millions, a lot of people. Yeah, I'm gonna right say now, like 50 million. Yeah. Um in in 2021, 59 million. Um, welfare. Wow. There's only 300 million, 350 million people in the country. How can one in six kids be hungry? Yeah, 19 percent of Damn, the U.S. population. That that is a lot. Let me yeah. tell you what that means. What that translates into. That's a soup line. Yep. That's a soup line. Yeah. Like they had in Mother Russia, and like they had in yeah. Russia here. That's all that is. Well. I would say the solution too is a combination of what Hutch said and Charlene put in the comments. She put in the comments, like make a grocery list. Growing up, my parents had me too. Like we were dirt poor and we had the envelopes. This is our grocery shopping envelope. And so you put your cash in there and then you wrote your grocery list and planned your meals based on how much money you had. We don't have much money this week for food. It's going to be some, we're going to buy some egg noodles and some cream of mushroom soup and tuna. Like we're going to be eating tuna casserole for a couple of days. You know, hey, we got more money this week. We can buy other stuff. And then you just stick to the list. I'll tell you what, the way to fix it is if it's 59 million people on food stamps, shut off 25 million of them. Right. And watch what happens after after everybody stops screaming. That's one, that's one thing we, that's one thing I had to give Bill Clinton. Toward the end of his um, his uh, time in office, because um, he got he shut down food stamps, uh, 
trying to trying to get people back to work. I remember that. The era of big government is gone. Was his statement. So and that was just that was when um Newt Gingrich became Speaker of the House, and they had, you know, they used to compromise. The both sides used to go. Bill Clinton compromised. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not a favorite of Bill Clinton, but he did do that. I remember. No, he did. Well, he compromised after he got caught with that scandal. He, he, yeah. Well, what, what do y'all want to do now? <laughs> you know? Yeah, you wonder how many, uh, what it cost Bill to, to uh, not get impeached and have them, you know what I mean? Sold alone. Right. Look at him now. He looks like dad. Um, he looks like da- daddy death now. Same age as Donald Trump. Compare them. Yeah, he looks right. Bad. He looks man. He, he looks looked so bad, bad ten years ago. Yeah, but Bill's hanging out with Hillary. Donald's hanging out with Melania. Like, who's gonna look better? Like, let's be honest. Well, you mean, can spend a weekend with Hillary and come back just looking like the crypt keeper. Like, what the hell happened to me? I can't associate looking at Hillary Clinton and not having a sense of smell in there, because we had to, we had this interview. This Juanita. interview was so crazy that we Juanita. had it twice in a row. Yeah, and this lady was telling us that that knew Hillary that went yeah. to pick her up from the airport one time. That when she got in the car, I wasn't when it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was funky, man. She said she had to like clean her upholstery the next day of her car. Yeah, she yeah. so bad. Yeah, and I, I never thought. Wasn't the hood off of the car? No, the hood was off and it still stunk inside the car. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. I mean, that's that's definitely bad. Just guess what sure you want. The later it gets in the month, because we can afford them now. The further Eric Tucker's grocery budget has to stretch. If I can feed my family for 10, 12 bucks a night, that works. What happens when you get towards the end of the month? Less snacks. The father of two boys in Orange County, California, lost his home and job during the pandemic, and joined SNAP the government's supplemental nutrition assistance program, previously called food stamps, to help feed his family. You want any noodles? It's forced some tough choices in the checkout line. What's that been like? Humiliating. You got to pick and choose your battle. Who am I going to upset? My, myself, my kid, what kid, you know? Um, it's not going to be the full, full fulfillment of a meal. The decisions made in these aisles go way beyond dollars and cents. Staying on budget can mean the difference between fruits and vegetables being swapped out for less costly sugary cereals and processed foods. All right, what else you boys want? But a new boost to the SNAP program could mean less pasta. Traditional and more produce for the one in eight Americans who use it to feed their families. Last month, SNAP upped its benefits by more than 25%. Families now get an average of $36 more per person each month. For Eric and his kids, that boost puts them at $606 a month, or just over $6 per person a day. It's just been a big, you know, blessing for us. That extra money doesn't go as far these days. Let me tell you something. I could feed my family for six hundred dollars a month. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Good but gracious! I don't. I don't spend that kind of money on food. But I, you know, I, I'm glad I came up the way I did. Me too. Because we were broker in hell, man. We had. Nothing. We were too. Yeah. And yeah. I, ate, I ate ketchup sandwiches. I, I mean, bologna sandwiches. Yeah, you eat what's there. I ate one time. I ate spaghetti with salt. Dude, I used to take four pieces of bread, take off the the rims. Roll it around into a ball and just sit in front of the TV and just eat it. <laughs> nice. And I was, and, and my mom was like, I can't do it no more. I can't do it. It's like every time when I buy bread, she she used to change the brand of the bread. And I was like, I don't care. 
wheat bread. Take take the things off and just sit in front of TV. Eat like a bomb. Fried bologna. Ooh, I love oh, oh. I love that to this day. Dude, yeah. I mean, who are you talking about? And and the first time that my mom made a BLT sandwich, mm. I want another one. You know, I mean, and but but then we also had outside to deal with. You can go outside and play for the rest of the day and stuff, and you really didn't worry about food. You know what I'm no, saying? No. And, and you know, the other thing we used to have is like it blew my mind the first time I saw people eat macaroni and cheese as a side dish. That used to be my main dish. That's dinner, right? You know, that and soup right. too, vegetable soup. That's what was for dinner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. But I mean, the, the point is hot dogs on Saturday night, oh, fish man. on Friday night. <laughs> hot, hot dogs were great, man. I loved hot yeah, dogs. I know. Yeah, yeah. Those hot dogs. Grilled cheese for dinner. Yeah. yeah. My, I'm just my laughing mom. because like last night for dinner, Jen and I had hot dogs on white bread. <laughs> and for lunch, I'm having a tomato sandwich. It just sounded good. Like I grew up poor, so it's like toast, yeah. a little mayonnaise, slice of tomato. Oh man. Great. The best tomato sandwich is the first one that comes out of your garden. All mm-hmm. right. Big because the tomato is so, yeah, yeah. It's oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Salt and pepper, some mayonnaise. Ooh. Oh, yeah. My mac dad. and cheese with hot dogs in the comments. Oh, that's a crowd pleaser. My dad my dad used to, um, on, on Saturday nights, because he was a big dude. He's like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, you know, he, he's a big dude. And um, two doors down, we had this shop that had a had a uh, soda machine out front. So he used to give me like uh, 50 cent to go and get two cans of RC Cola. Oh, nice. You know, because Cola's only cost like 25 cent back then. So, you know, you put the thing in there. So. But he used to have one of those like cafeteria trays. <laughs> and he would put like, <laughs> he would have a... a, a That's a, a table a for the TV, TV dinner place. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. That's where that he, word came from. He used to have a plate they had like maybe four or five hot dogs on it. He used to have another plate that had the buns on it. And then he had um, had the onions and a little side plate and the mustard over here. And Wayne, mm. take 50 cents and go and get me uh, three RC colors. So you can run down there and you run back. And you sitting there watching Star Trek with your dad. And he just sitting there just knocking those hot dogs down, boy. <laughs> I remember I used to take hot dogs. I used to take the baked beans and put them on the hot dog. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, and I then it's that. always fun because you like repurpose the food throughout the week when you like made too much of one thing. Like that's how I got tomato sandwiches. We made BLTs the other day, and then we still had a tomato left. And it's like, well, what do I got to do with that? Oh man, I haven't had a tomato sandwich forever. That's going to be lunch tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no soda, no soda growing up. That's pretty true to me too. That was a special, special occasion when we got pop. We call it pop. Yeah, here. yeah. We usually had juice. We had we had Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Yep, yeah. Hawaiian punch. I remember. Remember Hawaiian the big, punch. Remember the big cans that you needed the can opener to open yep. it with. Yeah. 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 I laugh because I don't. I don't drink pop. I drink coffee and then I brew iced tea because it's like a quarter of the cost of pop. <laughs> Yeah, so soda soda was a reward. Yeah. But like like everybody, well, probably like everybody, we all had that green hose outside. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> that, that hose taste. Man, tang. Like, Somebody threw tang in the chat. I remember tang. Oh, I, remember I love tang. tang. I remember tang. I also, also remember um those um ice cream pops. No, 
um, the popsicles that had ice cream in the middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cream sickles. Cream sickles. Yeah, I love those. I love those. those I was good. mad. I was mad when my mom got the regular sickles. I was like, this ain't got no ice cream in there. <laughs> you know the ones I like because they came out with the orange ones, but I like the red ones. Oh. Yeah. 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 And, there was and, and then how about how about the ones? How about I think we were the only kids in the whole world in America that uh ate ice cream from a from a toilet uh, uh Toilet roll, push up. Oh, you know push those push up. up? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was sherbet. Those things are those things um, held toilet paper. They just put a thing, pushed it up there, and it just pushed it, pushed it, pushed it, sherbet up, and you to eat, you eating it and stuff, and you like you look at it, okay, and you throw it away. It looked push how up. Ma- yeah. how, how magic when that freaking ice cream truck rolled down the street too, man. Oh, man. Eddie Murphy had that down pat, boy. That, that was they don't do that anymore. I, I see this ice cream truck and nobody comes out. Right. Well, well it was nice when you had money. When yeah. you didn't have money, you see everybody else. Yeah, that was you funny. know, you just sit off to the side hoping that somebody <laughs> would at least have a couple cents to give you ice cream sandwich and stuff. You know. Yeah, I don't know. The new ice cream trucks going around in our neighborhoods. I don't know if I want the kids going up talking to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it looks a little bit like the creeper van. Yeah. 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 That's, that's cracking stuff. Um this this just happened. 33. You write transnational, racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists continue to pose the most lethal threat to US persons and interests. Are you serious? You seriously think that racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists are the most lethal threat that Americans face? So, yes, sir. In, in terms of the number of people killed or wounded as a consequence. How many people were has... killed by racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists in the United States last year? I, I don't have the exact number for you right here, but I will get it for you. How many people were killed by fentanyl in the United States last year? Boom! <laughs> As you know, it's over 100,000 for fentanyl. But So isn't that um, a more lethal threat? Absolutely, but it's not being compared against fentanyl in that statement. It's it's in the context of terrorist threat. Fentanyl well, uh, is a terrorist threat. Well, I'm fentanyl is a terrorist threat. Yes. These people are why we're so screwed up. That's stupid woman. Wow. I hate these wow. people. These people, you know... Oh it's wow! A clown show. It's a clown show. They're not even. They're not even smart. Wow! The freaking FBI got caught on tape. They're not even good at what they do. Right. And then they're trying to tell us that Ukraine blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Well, I mean, do they? They don't even make a car in Ukraine. I can't right. wait to go get a Ukrainian pickup truck. And you're going to tell me their Navy SEALs blew that Nord Stream pipeline? No, you people are stupid. We're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We look. We knew from the, we we came on here laughing. Well, we sort of like, man, y'all don't know what y'all just done. Talking to Biden, y'all don't know what y'all just done. Y'all y'all blew up that man's pipeline. We knew it from the beginning. Biggest freaking ecological disaster in the history of the world, and and yeah. wasn't even covered by our media. Wasn't even covered. Oh, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, and I I know that a lot of these social media platforms don't want us talking about it and stuff. Because they banned us, suppressed us, kicked us off, removed us, shut down bank accounts and stuff. But 
the FBI director has come out and said. The committee knows the FBI has long assessed, going all the way back to the summer of, of 2021, that the origin of the pandemic was likely a lab incident in Wuhan. <laughs> 2021, huh? 2021. Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said? Look, look how confident he is. He's pissed off that he had to say it, but 2021. Look, there's another four-star general sitting next to him, and looking at him like, "God damn, man, you weren't supposed to say that." <laughs> and how many people got banned from every social media platform exactly. for exactly. saying that exactly? Oh, that. And, and let's let's be specific. Got banned from the platform by the FBI, <clears throat> exactly. right? That's yes. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. What's funny because I, I was talking to a friend of mine about that yesterday, where it's it's like they are doing it and then banning you for it. And like they know it's true. It's like the Republicans knew Russiagate was crap. And the rush and they let you they let them stop Trump doing it. And they knew the COVID stuff was crap. And they let them do it. They know January 6th was crap. And they let them do it. It's oh the establishment is so not our friend. And again, I don't think they're elevating the smartest people. I mean, maybe it's me, but every time one of these people comes out, it's like, that guy's not smart, man. It <laughs> might be ruthless. You know, Ray, I mean, Ray, to get where Ray is, he had to knock some people down. Right. That's the way it works. Same way with Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, I think they based the character Frank Underwood on Mitch McConnell. Somebody told me that. <laughs> That's probably true. I, I mean, I know, I know somebody said that, but it's hard for me to... That that no. I mean, well, I mean, it, Underwood it in the military Kentucky, school, right? Underwood Kentucky. in the military school, Mitch McConnell yeah. in the army. Yeah, Kentucky too, and you know, Southern. Yeah, I know, I know. But I was like, Frank Underwood was just strong, though. But my I man's mean, been in leadership over twenty-five trillion dollar hike in the budget. Yeah. He's been there eleven years or something like that, like longer than anybody else has. Yeah, yep. And he openly comes out and takes the Democrat side on J6 and, and Kentucky, man. Anybody who votes for any of these people, again, it, we might as well just, just go become a Democrat. Yep. Just go ahead. Let, let it, At least let us know what our numbers are. If you're going to vote for Tom Tillis or Lindsey Graham or, or, or Mitch McConnell, and there's more, just go be a Democrat. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's interesting because for some of these folks, like if you're if your choice is Mitch McConnell or the Democrat, you're better off just voting for the Democrat. At yeah. least you, at least you, you know what I mean. Yeah, at least you know that's what that's what Bill Crystal told said that you should do. Right. If, if Trump's the nominee, you should try to vote for the Democrat. And and by the way, let's support uh, Whitmer for governor mm -hmm. of Michigan. Yep. That's Bill Crystal. Yeah. He used to be on the panel. Yesterday, yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, um, after the show, I just happened to see a, an exchange between the Fed chair, who is is not really part of the government. I hope that you want to understand that, and uh, a, a tense argument between Elizabeth Warren and the Fed chair. Uh, you know, we've said many times that they, that the government has been playing with funny money for a long time now. What the Fed is doing right now is actually taking things back to where it's supposed to be in little small increments and stuff. Uh, all these fake jobs that you hear that Biden is creating and stuff. I, I, mean, I really don't believe it. I don't believe it, but that's, but that's what they want to say. 
what I'm going to say. That, watch this little exchange. The, the only measures we have to bring inflation down. And putting 2 million people out of work is just part of the cost, and they just have to bear it. Well, they, yeah. will, will working people be better off if, if we just walk away from our jobs and, and inflation remains well, 5 let 6%? Me, let me ask you about what happens if you do this. Since the end of World War II, there have been 12 times in which the unemployment rate has increased by one percentage point within one year, exactly what you're aiming to do right now. How many of those times did the U.S. economy avoid falling into a recession? You know, it's it's not as black and white as it very, Just very Just looking at the numbers, it actually yeah, no, is no. pretty black Alan Bliner's written a book on this. And, there have and been 12 times that yeah. we've seen a one-point increase in the, in the unemployment rate in a year. That's exactly what your Fed report has put out as the projection and the plan based on how you're going to keep raising these interest rates. How many times did the economy fail to fall into a recession after doing that out of 12 times. I think the number is zero. I think the number is zero. That's exactly right. That, this, is, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. She's talking I mean, about it. This is coming from a senator in the party that shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Exactly. Right. 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 You caused this unemployment. Yeah. The Fed is not causing it. The Fed is correcting what you've done. Yeah. And I'm no Fed fan, by the way. I, me neither. Me neither. But that's why I wanted to share this. Continue raising interest rates as you plan. Unemployment will be 4.6% by the end of the year. It's, it's not just an a intended consequence. It's well, not... but it is. And it's in your report. And that would be about 2 million people. If you could speak directly to the 2 million who you're planning to get fired over the next year, what would you say to them? Inflation is extremely high, and it's hurting the working people of this country badly, all of them, not just two million of them. And we are taking the, the only measures we have to bring inflation down. And putting two million people out of work is so just part of the cost, and they just have to bear it? Well, they, yeah. will, will working people be better off if, if we just walk away from our jobs and, and inflation remains well, five, six percent? It's not as black and white. Right, right, right. Look, and, look. and and again, again, I'm not siding with the Fed chair because the Fed chair ain't working for us either. The Fed chair is not working for us. But would I listen to him before I listen to Elizabeth Warren? Probably, yeah. He's trying well, to fix it. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not for him either. Right. But the reason we have inflation is because of Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Mitch McConnell, and Paul Ryan. Because of all the money they've spent in the last several years, they've spent like $10 trillion in this administration than the last. I mean, it is what it is. The Trump administration spent more than any other administration until this yeah. one. Um, yeah. And he got tricked by Paul Ryan. We all he saw did. it happen. We he talked did. about it as it was happening. Yep. Um, and now the interest rates are going up because the money's not worth a damn. They well, it's it. all modern, modern monetary policy is what it is i mean if you study how they're doing it they're just making up money and and cycling it through the system and everybody just makes their piece cycling through but the problem is in a financial system you need to let it fail that's why like when the banks got in trouble with all the bullshit mortgages they gave in 28 9 10 you should have let more banks fail like let's go, I mean, let's go through that that process because you're absolutely right the government via quantitative easing it used to be printing puts much more capital much more liquidity 
out into the market, much more cash out into the market, which makes the cash worth less. And the only way to make the cash worth what it's supposed to be worth is to get some of that money off the streets. And the way you get it back into the treasury is by raising interest rates. That is what that does. What he is doing is trying to get some of that money back in the system because Mm -hmm. it's worthless out there. It's worthless. Right. 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 Or you raise taxes too. That also gets it back in the system. But then they just turn around and spend it so it doesn't work. <laughs> but with the interest being on it, it's that's where the money comes back. That's where stuff is artificially high. Yep. You know, and, and it's the only way other than crashing or war. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Dupree podcast here on America's number one. Well, I know I, I ain't going to do that. I, I mean, we want to be number one, so you know I ain't a, I ain't gonna lie or anything like that. But we want to be number one, and we want you to help us get there. We were, we were the number one political talk show on Live Three Sixty Five. Live Three Sixty Five, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking you, about that the other night. Sure, <laughs> we we damn sure were that. Um, we'll get right. back there. Yeah, we were number. Man, we really set that thing up, didn't we? Yes, we did. Then they went out of business. <laughs> yeah ladies and gentlemen guess what we're going to be back tomorrow tomorrow is our friday or thursday um we're still watching the news for you we're going to give you the very best that we can how we can do it okay um but understand this it doesn't stop here you have to also research you have to you have to uh okay take take what you learned today don't discount it but if you have questions, research. And if you find something that we said that was wrong, if <laughs> if you find out that Ron DeSantis is against red flag laws, let us know. <laughs> We're easy to get a hold of. <laughs> I can't wait till he I'm declares. Sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what, too? I, ha- I had to go back and I had to see. Because I keep hearing that he's a short man. They don't elect short men for the White House. They don't do it. They don't. Well, do you it. saw his boosters he had on this weekend, right? I did not see him. I did not see him. He had four inch cowboy boots. It was like a kiss concert. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. I had to go. He's five nine. Most of your presidents past Lincoln have been over six foot. That's they gonna don't. Be a, that's going to be a nice debate stage. <laughs> it is. He's gonna have the little stool. He's gonna look like he's gonna look like a little kid, unless he now. But, he has but Donald stool. Trump wouldn't stoop to say anything about it, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, you know, because I, he, he one of the reasons why they don't elect short people, uh, and 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 I'm short, I'm five nine. One, one of the reasons why they don't like because they say that we have the little like. They call like, it Napoleon content. Napoleon content. Comp, right, 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 and. That's why I say he has a temperament problem. He has a temperament problem. You can hear it when he speaks. He's he gets mad. Be like now, Mister Trump. Yeah, Mr. Trump. Let me tell you, dude. You know they're giving him a box to stand on. He just yeah. can't hop down. He's got to stay Shoot. behind the podium. DJT will reach around and kick that thing off. <laughs> right. <laughs> the box. The box is wiggling. <laughs> okay, but now make sure make sure that you research what we're talking about share the show like comment 
um, add us to your daily list of podcasts to play. You can listen to us in your car if you want to, too. You, uh, you can add us to your podcast playlist. Uh, you can download our app for your phone. You can also download it on your iPad or uh, and, and listen to us that way. Uh, or you can go to WayneDupree.com, watch us there, um, listen to us there, look at the stories that we have. I know I know, I'll put up a couple of stories um, um, that, that uh, you know, I try to pick up things that aren't on other websites. But, uh, you know, um, McCarthy tells the media he didn't regret giving J6 tapes. Uh, uh, I, I did a piece, remember when this country built things? Will we ever return to that freedom again? Uh, I was looking at the Golden Gate Bridge, one of the uh, biggest marvels of um, the 20th century, the Golden Gate Bridge. Will we ever build stuff like that again here in America? Uh, because most of the people that are in school right now, they want to be rappers or they want to be singers. Uh, you don't really see that many builders anymore. We need more pilots. You don't see many people trying to fly anymore either. So, I mean, you know, we, um, there's nothing wrong with a trade school. I'll tell you that. There's nothing wrong with a trade school. We'd be talking about it now. All right. JR, give me some last thoughts. All right. Well, hey, uh, first, folks, thanks for tuning in. And uh, like Wayne said, like, comment, share. That's how we beat the algorithm. So, uh, <clears throat> two thoughts for me, though. Uh, thought one is make sure like we talk about like avoiding mainstream media and finding stuff like as you guys find things drop us a note like we're easy to get a hold of or on social media wayne's got his email and whatnot because that's how we find a lot of our information is we follow people that actually follow what the real story is and like the other day when we shared that that mcgregor video that hutch shared with us like that's how we interact with each other is like hey did you see this did you see that and it's not a fox news clip it's like Here's the actual video from something. So we really encourage that. It helps us do our jobs better. And then a uh, second thing is, it's kind of where Wayne started the show is like, don't just do politics. Like there's a lot of doom and gloom out there. Be intentional. Uh, one thing my wife and I have learned through this church group that we're talking about is take like one hour a day to make it intentional, something that's going to fill your cup and you know emotionally and like for me i i just budget out like i'm gonna take one hour and read from a book i i love to read i never have time to do it i make every excuse not to and it's like i'm just gonna take an hour and read a book so i would encourage people to be intentional about something that's gonna make you feel good about what's going on because if all you do is like watches were falling into world war three like it's easy to get discouraged so but thanks for tuning in everybody but if you absolutely need to have more doom and gloom at 8 p.m., you can check out Cold War Radio. There you go. Go to Spreaker.com and search for Cold War Radio, and we'll give you all the doom and gloom you can handle, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. 
There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.